1: So, Darvin Ham and Rob Palenka are up on the uh, dais right now, Slee, addressing the large group of Laker media that's here today. Uh, We just spoke with Darvin Ham a little bit ago. It it really is striking to me that I remember you and I here last year Mm -hmm. and the – energy Different. that was around it last year. But, you know, Here's LeBron's bouncing around. Yep. Russ is here. and a- Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo- Rondo is back. And Dwight, you basically had to drag out of here. Yeah, like He he, yeah. he was the guy that was super excited to do everything. And, and this is a much more, I don't know if I want to say business-like. That's not the right word because I those other guys are obviously incredibly serious along the way. But there is a noticeable difference in I agree with energy you. between I agree with last you. year and this year. I think last
2: year um, and I think the team showed it last year. There was this vibe that, no, we're we're good. Like, look what we've done in our career. We're good. But there wasn't this, yeah, yeah, but you guys haven't done it yet together. Yeah. So there's a lot that you guys got to figure out. I felt like they walked in basically with this mindset of, um, no, 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 we're already good and teams are going to respect us. And then you got 20 games in and, you know, you and I are starting to have conversations that – yeah, I don't think there's a team that fears the
1: Lakers. Al, you They're were not on worried it in about preseason. Mm-hmm. You you were on it, I think earlier than just about anybody else because, you know, the, R- Russell Westbrook had the line. It was a great line. It was funny like does anybody remember what my preseason record was? Landry like? was like, "No." He's like, "Exactly." I was like 1 and <laughs> 5 um, <laughs> yeah, average. I'm glad he didn't have you. 17 and 6. <laughs> had he asked you you would have had the response to it i i can't i do respect that i'm not going to lie i think that's pretty good but you're right and this is hey Let's see if we're good or not. As opposed to we're going to be really good. This is a we might be, but we need LeBron needs to be healthy, AD needs to be healthy. Yeah. Some of these guys, these acquisitions, they need to step up and play a large role. Patrick Beverly needs to contribute. They got to figure out the Russell Westbrook component. There, there's a lot of questions here, but it's more of a it might be, but we need to find out. Whereas the other ones have been, oh no, we're going to go in there. What we'll would be the one seed? Will be the two seed? What is it going to be? I like though you got. Geter fist-pumping us. We're all like,
2: at not? a club right now. Why not? We're I, at a glow club sticks right and now.
1: whistles. <laughs> glow sticks and whistles. That's how it goes. My
0: um, last lead. let's go.
1: Uh, That's right. <laughs> I, like, uh, I like this vibe.
0: And I, I do, I, too.
2: And, and
1: I, t- I tell you why I
0: like I it. Because
2: too. there's a curiosity to it. It's like, okay, I'm not sure. You know, it, it, if you told me that the Lakers ended up 10 games over 500, okay, that not what has to happen. Okay, AD's got to be healthy. Mm-hmm. LeBron obviously has to be LeBron James. Russ has to fit a specific role. Some of these younger players will have to contribute. Pat Bev will have to be obviously contributor on the defensive side. But it's not like a crazy thing. Ten games over five hundred. No, it's not. But if you told me they were ten games below five hundred. That's also
1: not a crazy thing. Oh, there's thing. a lot of ways you can see that.
2: Uh, right. Yeah. So I, I think that's maybe part of the curiosity of this upcoming season that last year I don't think we really had that mindset coming in.
1: It's interesting because I, I think the the role to a successful season, and, you know, we can debate what the what the metric for a successful season is. Is it to not be in the play-in? Is it to be one of the top six? Is it to be uh, in the top four? Is it to win a playoff series? You know, it, yeah, yeah. The, the Lakers metrics are different than just about every other team in the leagues because if it's not a champion. It's always been, yeah. I mean, it's good, but that's that's the lake of reality. Mm-hmm. That being said, I don't know if to be good, to have a successful season, to to feel like this is a team that is going to be about as good as it could possibly be. If you need to have Russell Westbrook as a part of that, I can see there's a path to it without it. There's a path to it with him for sure, but there's a path without it as well. And it's all the things that we've talked about. It's Anthony Davis, it's LeBron James, and it's something that you mentioned a second ago, and I don't know what the answer to the question is. I bet you Darvin Ham doesn't know what the answer to the question is. Somebody that you're not expecting to be very good needs to be very good. Mm. It, 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 it could be Walker. It could be Nunn. It could be Austin Reeves. It could be, it could be really any of the guys that are on the roster but, but you're, somebody has somebody to be a contributor to, you that know we're who's not looking having at? a great year. That guy, and it's like I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. But then we need to look at it to make sense. Maybe it's Patrick Beverly, but somebody's going to have to have that season where you say, you know what, that guy's given us a little bit more than we thought we were going to get, and that's why this thing's clicking the way it is. There's, um, there's going to be, and I, I think not
2: just that. What players respond best to Darvin What players stylistically? Like that, hey, it's defense. I mean, Darvin Hampson, how many times did he mention to us, you're not playing defense, you're not getting on the floor. <laughs> so I think that's a perfect example if there's, if there's a guy or two
1: that's like that. Yeah, I, I feel like that could, be, uh, that could be my role along the way. Juan Toscano Anderson scheduled to, to join us next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Go to Shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash network.
1: All right, as promised, we continue. It is a Laker Monday, Slee. Yes, it is sir. Lakers Media Day here at the UCLA Health Center. We've got banners, we've got trophies, and we've got Juan Toscano Anderson joining us here on the Travis and We Show. Juan, take us through it. What's it like your first media day as a Los Angeles Laker?
3: Oh, it's amazing. I love the vibe here. Uh, the first day I got to LA and came in this building, I said the lights just shine a little brighter here. Mm. It's a beautiful place, like you mentioned—the banners, the trophies—can't beat it. When you want to play at a high level, and this is what you live for, you know—to you know, be a part of an organization like this.
2: So you're coming off an NBA championship, and you know, you, you kind of start looking at franchises, and um, I'm sure there's a lot that goes into winning a chip, and it's not just you got these great players, but there's chemistry. I'm sure it has got a lot to do with it. Um, what what do you take away from your time with the Warriors that you think was most important that from a championship quality roster and a team, what do you take away that you think you could bring to the table here?
3: Um, you know what? I think the most important thing, there's a lot of things that we could talk about, but I think the most important thing is the camaraderie they have there. Um, obviously that situation is an anomaly because it's not very often where you get players who've come in the league together and played 10 years together. Um, and it's hard to recreate those things because all of that is organic but it's not impossible to recreate. So I think the most important thing here is us building camaraderie, being a part of, you know, a team uh, atmosphere, um, you know, creating a fabric that's you know that you can't tear. Um and I think that's the most important part, you know, basketball stuff, all that stuff matters of course, but like I said, I just think the camaraderie is the main component to all of that.
1: Juan, how do you juice that? How do you make that fabric, that team, that camaraderie, whatever it is, how do you accelerate it? Because you got a lot of new faces on this team. Obviously you got LeBron James and Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, some you know, guys that are going to walk into the Hall of Fame. So you've you got a good starting point. But there's a lot of new guys that have just got here. How do you accelerate the process of creating those bonds?
3: Um, I don't think you can accelerate it. I just think it happens organically. And I think for me what – I would say is just be authentic. Everyone needs to come in every every day. Be authentic. Be them true. Be their true selves, and compete. Um, that's how you create respect in this business on the floor. You know, that's how you gain respect is competing. You know, playing hard, um, winning, um, and gaining the respect of you know our unicorns, LeBron, AD, Russ, Vets. You know, Pat, guys who've done this for a long time. I mean, they've been everywhere. They've seen all this stuff, so they, they know what they're doing. Um, you know, just be ourselves, compete, and play hard.
2: Sounds like there's going to be a lot of competition. Darvin Ham, we're talking to him, coach, and he was mentioning that that's part of what's great about training camp and preseason is the open competition. Yeah. What do you feel like you'll be able to bring to the Lakers, and, and what areas of your game do you think uh, will, will shine?
3: For sure, toughness. Uh, I'm a tough, gritty player in um, versatility. Uh, I can guard multiple positions, pretty much every position on the floor. Um, I can, you know, play every position on the floor offensively. Obviously, I know there are things I have to improve on as a basketball player, but, you know, we all do. Um, But, you know, just being myself, bringing it every night, uh, you know, uh, I put my hard hat on every day because I'm super, you know, thankful for having an opportunity to have a job in this league. I mean, it's the best job in the world. So uh, I leave my heart out on that floor every night, and I'm going to give my team life. You know, I don't really talk about basketball stuff too much because – some days I'm going to miss shots. Some days I'm going to turn the ball over. Um, some days I'm going to be a bad basketball player. Some days I'm going to be a great basketball player. But one thing I can guarantee that you know, fans and you know everybody else within the Lakers organization can get from me is that I'm going to come to work every single day.
1: Juan Toscano Anderson joining us here on the Travis and Slewa Show. Like Alan mentioned, you spent the uh, last couple of years in Golden State with the Warriors. Darvin Ham, first-year head coach here with the Lakers. The the limited time that you've gotten to spend with him, obviously you'll get a better feel for this as the season gets a little bit deeper, but just kind of the differences in approach from one organization to another, from one head coach like Steve Kerr to a new head coach in Darvin Ham.
3: Yeah. I think it's hard to compare the two just because everyone's different and also, you know, the limited time I've had here. But I just love his presence, Mm. you know his physical stature obviously but you know, guy. yeah i mean his energy his demeanor i mean it it gives you confidence to go out there and compete cuz like mm-hmm. you know i got my coach here too he's played in this league he's competing in this league um you know everything that he's pre- he preaches like he sh- you can go watch him do it on film and so um you know everybody's new still trying to find their way so i don't want to you know throw out any comparisons just yet um but I love the energy here the vibe here you know everyone's pretty confident and I think we got some pieces to you know make a a great concoction
2: how how big is that by the way just having (laughs) having a coach that used to play in the league is that is that something that a lot of guys look at is that or does that not matter I'm just curious just uh those experience is it able to pass on to the players
3: well for me of course I think it matters um and that's my own personal opinion yeah um but I've played overseas, I've played in the G League, played here in the NBA and you know some coaches and I've been lucky to have some great coaches. Um, but some coaches they just don't they can't connect with you as a player because they don't know what it feels like to play off a back-to-back and then have practice the next day or you know take a loss that kills your morale and it's kind of like how do I get my player motivate my players again and You know, or, hey, my player's having a bad day. He missed 13 shots in a row. How do I get him back, you know, rolling? It's kind of like those things you only know if you really played the game. Or let me retract that statement. You don't only know them, but you know them better. You have a better gauge of that, you know, and I think it's easier for coaches to resonate with players when they've played the game.
1: You've played with a couple – you're going to play with LeBron James, who's arguably the greatest player of all time. You played with Steph Curry, who's on the short list of some of the greatest players of all time. Do you notice some similarities between those guys? Not necessarily basketball similarities, but just similarities in the way that they lead, similarities in the way that they approach their craft, similarities to not just become a great basketball player, but the face of a franchise, the face of a league.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, in my short time here so far, one thing I've noticed about Bron is he's always the first one in the gym. Um, and I think that says a lot, like when I was in to State, Steph was usually the first one in there and the last one to leave. Mm-hmm. He was he was there the longest of everyone. And you just watch how they approach their craft. They take care of their bodies. They lift every day. They work on their game every day. And it's just their aura, the way they carry themselves. I mean, <laughs> they're not great by accident. Mm-hmm. And so those are the similarities I've seen so far in my short time.
2: Juan, we uh, hope you have a great, successful season. I know every Laker fan does, but we appreciate you taking the time.
3: I appreciate you guys having me. I'm excited to be a Laker, so thank you. Thank you. You got it, Juan. Thank
1: you. I love hearing that. You know, I'm that excited to be a Laker there because there's something. To look, we're we're in the bag. We're I'm from L.A. Grew up a Laker fan. Showtime, Lakers were my team, and all that stuff. So. I, It means something to me. I always love it when I hear somebody else say it means something to them. Right? And especially, look, he was on the Warriors, for goodness sake. It's not like you were just kind of knocking around the league. He was a championship player last season with the Golden State Warriors. But to hear I'm excited to be a Laker, that kind of lands a certain way. Yeah, he said um – You know, sometimes you miss 13 shots in a row. I'm like, why are you looking at me like that? That's unnecessary. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. It is unnecessary because I feel like you would have missed a lot more than just 13 in a row. All right, we are continuing. We just finished up a conversation with Juan Toscano-Anderson. Joining us right now, one of the newest additions to the Laker roster, Patrick Beverly joining Bad us enough. here on the Travis and Slewa Show. Pat Bev, welcome to have you on the show. Appreciate you, you coming by. by. Oh, We're excited to talk to Pat
4: Bev. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wait, wait, I don't know why. The Has vibe that, just changed. That Everything belt. Changed. What are you asking? Yeah.
1: Can I
5: hold that belt? Yeah, so yeah, you'll you – You want the championship belt? Bring him the title belt. I've never, I've never like – I've never had a, uh, no, to, to a wrestling bill. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, do you want to be a, a boxer no or a wrestler? No one's taking like, it away from you. What are, him, are you Pat doing? Well, so I like uh – Stone Cold was my favorite growing up.
6: Okay, yeah, get we, him
5: a couple of Coors Light. Yeah, we couldn't uh, the
1: cans together.
5: Yeah, we couldn't really afford it, so we, you know, mom's got me to pay per view when it was needed. So yes. appreciate those times. It's hard. It's yeah, so hard. that's
1: not bad. So yeah, you hard. know, look, you've got a, a, a style, you've got a reputation that uh-huh. is a little WWE, yeah, heard. right? Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> so did did you steal from Stone Cold? Like, yeah. where, do you, where do you find some of this
5: stuff? Uh, I guess the streets of Chicago, unfortunately, okay. <laughs> <laughs> upbringing. But no, uh, you know, my style is very different. But, uh, you know, it's a hundred ways to skin a cat or make Kool-Aid. So, you know, I guess mine is just one of the different ways. It's funny, Pat Babb, last year, I can't tell you how many
2: times we talked about this Lakers team has said. They're missing something. There's a player, and I'm describing you, you know, there's the way you've made a name for yourself in the league. Everywhere you've gone, um, either people love you or they hate you. And usually they hate you because you're on the opposing team. Um, it, it seems like it seems like you have a perfect fit on this Lakers team. Can you just describe training camp, preseason,
5: regular season starts? What Pat- Patrick Beverly bring to the Lakers? I'm, I, I'm, it's simple. I impact winning. You know, on some nights it might be a corner three. Some nights it might be a charge. Some nights it might be a you know game saving rebound. Sometimes it might be a steal. Sometimes it might be me slapping my teammate on the butt. Like, let's go, like you know, or me chest bumping a coach. I, I impact winning on the highest level, and you know. For me to do that at the, you know, you know the height I am, the size I am, you don't see that
1: a lot. So when it comes to bringing the things that you're talking about, the edge, the the, we call it. Me and the homies, we call it the it factor. The it factor. Okay, let's call it that. The it factor. Are there nights, Pat, where you know,
5: I want to do it tonight? Never,
1: never, ever,
5: never one time with basketball. Never. Maybe I don't know. I might fall asleep with my son if I want to watch Spider Man. <laughs> I might, you know, my girl wanna watch a TV show that I might, you know, sell an OC or something, I you know, I might fall asleep but with the game of basketball, no. It has never let me down, so I can't let it down. Can you Patrick Bradley take some time to join us here on Travis and Sleeper Show, can you
2: talk a little bit about this roster? Um, obviously there were really, really high expectations last year. Yeah. And this year this is a team that was sixteen games below five hundred. Of course Anthony Davis misses a ton of games, Braun misses a ton of games. No. Um what are your expectations as you get a chance to play with braun and anthony davis and russ and obviously what you bring to the table and all these other role players what What are you hoping for what are some of your expectations
5: obviously make the playoffs all right, all right you know i didn't come over here for you know to, to be rebuilding you know that's why i was fortunate to uh you know kind of leave utah but uh um yeah we got to win and when and, and with winning, a lot of people don't understand. With winning comes a lot. Like, you know, your will. Are you willing enough to sacrifice? Are you willing enough to play hard? Like, you know, let's not talk about if we play hard and we rebound the ball and we do that, you know, we're focused and, 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 and we do all the small things. If we can do those every day. We end up in the playoffs. And when you get to the playoffs, you got three guys, like, you know, playoffs, all matchups. You get to the playoffs, you got three guys who will match up nightmares for everyone in the league, you know, from the point guard position to the you know, you know, wing position to you know the center. So, uh, you know, we got matchup problem. We just we just need to get there.
1: Patrick Beverly joining us here on 710 ESPN. It's been well documented your relationship with Russell Westbrook. When yeah. you come over and you join him as a huh. teammate for the first time, Does it take a minute? Nah. Do, do you have to have a conversation first, or do you just dive right into it? Actually,
5: if, we, if it, I've, I've been here, I don't know three three weeks, four weeks, and if I had to pick a best friend right now to be him, hmm. and we lift weights together, uh, we joke around together. Uh, You know, he opens up a store in L.A. I hit him, hey, man, why you didn't tell me? Why you didn't? Why didn't you tell me about you opening a store, you know? So uh, if it was one person, I feel like, you know, one of my good friends on the team would be him. Is it because
1: down. you guys are cut from the same cloth that you guys play with incredible energy and ferocity and it's just that when you're on opposite teams, those two things are going to go exactly, like this. That's
5: exactly what it is. Yeah. And obviously, you know, the 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 you know, how my career started and you know, and you know, when with the with you know, with the injury and all that. So obviously that that magnifies it so every time we do play, but when you do have those guys who uh, you know, impact winning, they just wanna win, they just wanna you know, they just wanna battle, they just wanna seek, destroy. You have those two guys going at it, obviously it's good news for the media, but when you get on the same team it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a perfect match.
2: You know, I was surprised uh, when you were walking over here, Travis whispering he said he can't guard me. What do you d-? Pat Bev, I don't you know, I don't, star I don't here, want to start anything here Where's
1: a ball? Let's go. Somebody give me a ball. Somebody give me a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Check ball.
5: <laughs> Love that. He picked up the ball yeah, too. Right. No, I was kidding. <laughs> get that out of here. That's
1: yeah. all I yeah. want to see. It. That's
5: all no, yeah, he's that. got a crazy crossover. That's the <laughs> only reason why
2: I mentioned it. Um, we are we're excited, I'm sure a lot of Lakers fans are very excited to have yeah. you a part of the Lakers organization. To hate me uh, sure by the way that I, I am i wrong on this is that a compliment to you of course when other when other teams and franchises and fans of course
5: i mean how how easy is some for you you know me and you to be at a baseball game we drinking beers you know you hear something we looking at each other doing this but how hard is it to say hey you hold on fool? you know that you
1: know, you <laughs> it's know a that <laughs> that's I, a lot of work that takes that's a lot
5: of work it does. so yeah that's respect
1: well you know, it, it's funny pat because i i think a lot of people say i don't care what people think about me I yeah. think a lot of people say it. I think very very few people and that's so believe true. it
5: that is so true
1: I think you believe it yeah. every day <laughs> am I right <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> it's entertaining almost
1: yeah <laughs> it, and is it, to just go back to when you were a kid is yeah. this just something you've always been comfortable you know,
5: with parenting yeah. yeah, everything involves you know when you get an adult that and all that it's all parenting my mom and my grandma did a good job of you know you 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 know you have a light don't be shy of it and let it shine and fortunately I've been, been able to let it shine I've been Playing professionally fourteen years. This is my eleventh year. I'm with a team that first drafted me and with a player who I you know know, was my first main idol with the Miami Heat and we're on the same thing. So I guess, you know, I'm on the right road in life. We're looking forward to it, Pat, Beth. Thank you for taking the Always, time. Always, man. Good to see All you right, guys. Thank you too. too. You so as well. Thanks, Good luck on your show, too. Just Appreciate it. Take, take oh, it well, you, so this nah. You, nah. Only.
1: Yeah, you should wear that in the first game. <laughs> when you guys go up to Golden State, you should have that around You're your you kick me out the arena. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it down. All right. There's Patrick Beverly coming up in just kick a little bit. We'll talk either. with Austin Reeves. That is right around the corner on Travis Lee on seven ten.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA AM member FDIC.
1: Austin Reeves is going to be making his way over here in just a little bit. You and I, we were talking a little bit down during yeah. the break about how much we enjoyed that conversation with Patrick Beverly. It's he, he, I, I look, Everyone do a podcast? It's <laughs> just every sport has a guy like that. that yeah. When he's on any team, you're like, I hate that guy. I I hope he never makes a shot. I hope he fouls out, get Mm -hmm. him out of the game. He's this, he's that, he's the other thing. And the second they land on the team that you care about, you're like, you know who's really good? You know who's going to be really important to what we do? Patrick Beverly. It's gold. He he really is. He's gold. You got to have, I mean,
2: honestly, we we said this so many different times, and you got to have a dog on your team. You got to have this, you got to have that. Lakers didn't have that last year. No. This dude comes on the team, and it's, you know. He's going to work for everything. He's not going to have any issues telling anybody on this team how he feels. No. I remember in, in his presser, his opening presser, he was talking about how he was basically saying that ultimately at the end of the day, However, I can help the team, and if it's in the locker room having a conversation that nobody wants to have, I'd rather have it in there than in front of 20,000 fans. Be honest, be open. That's another thing. Juan Toscano Anderson? He's coming from a, a championship roster, a yep. franchise where it was. How many times do you say you got to be organic? You can't yeah. force things. It's either it's either authentic or it's not. They need players like this, and as much as they need players like this, they also need guys that just contribute and work hard. And let's see what happens. You know
1: what every organization needs, and it you know there are degrees to it. Sometimes it can be a, a big one. Sometimes it can be a little bit more subtle, mm-hmm. but. You need a bit of a wild card. You need somebody that you're not quite sure how this Nothing is. Nothing wrong to go. with that, right? Nothing. Quite, a, quite the opposite. I think it's almost mandatory that you look at, and it doesn't have to be somebody that's out of control. It doesn't have to be somebody that's picked. It's just one of those that the guy that will say the thing that needs to be said. Everybody's thinking it, but nobody wants to be the guy to say it out loud. And yeah. especially if the thing that needs to be said is critical or or confrontational to the best players on the team. If it's about LeBron James, or it's about Anthony Davis, or it's about Russell Westbrook, or whatever it might be. Like, hey, we need this from you guys. Whatever it might be, you know, guy, guys like Austin Reese are probably not going to be that guy. Guys, Other guys that have been in the league for five minutes are probably not going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Patrick Beverly's been in for a decade plus, and if he wants to say something, he's going to say it.
2: I thought I was going to throw you off with the whole, hey, Pat, Bev, this guy. This guy walked up to me and says that he can take you one-on-one you didn't really hesitate. You said no. just give me the ball. Give me the ball. But then the ball started coming up and like, you instantly were like I was uh, put
1: the ball back. A, I was hoping there wasn't a ball around. First of all, I, I, I got a couple of inches on Pat Bev, I think. Like yeah. I think I could I would have a chance if yeah, I, I, I that's what I'm gonna tell you. This is what you yeah. just described to me is that yeah. you have I I've got a chance. I could go down there, I could go into the paint and see uh, what we could get going at any given point. We'll, we'll see what uh, Austin Reeves has to say about that. He's joining us right now on the Travis and Sliwa Show. Austin, thanks for sitting down. Appreciate it. How's uh, media day going for you so far?
6: It's going great. A lot of pitchers. Um, You're a veteran now. I don't know about all that. But, <laughs> uh, it's good to be back. Good to see everybody in the gym and, you know, have some fun.
2: You know, it's funny. I, I think for most of, uh, most of the returning players – it feels like Laker fans are most excited to see you back, and they want to see what you could bring this upcoming season. Um, just kind of walk through now that there is more familiarity of um, doing this and having the season that you had last year. What are your goals? What are your expectations of upcoming year? What, what do you feel like will be? You'll be able to expand on.
6: Yeah, I mean, uh, first and foremost, I just want to win basketball games. That's uh, we didn't do a lot of that last year, so that's the that's the main goal. So. Uh, whatever I can do to help the team be successful uh, is what I'm gonna do. So, um, but you know, I've been in the gym a lot this summer. Just tried to get better in all aspects. Um, but you know, I can't wait to get started. It's been a long summer. Need to need to play some games against some other people.
1: Austin Reeves joining us here on the Travis and Slewa Show. Austin. What's it like you mentioned, you know, at least to, to call you a vet, to come in this the second time, to know that okay, there is a role for me on this team. That you know, I'm gonna get some minutes, I'm gonna get opportunities, I'm gonna get an opportunity to to play, whereas last year it's I gotta make the damn team. Right? It's it's, sure. it's it's a, it's a very different dynamic. What's that feel like?
6: I mean, like you said, it's a it's a very different uh situation, you know, last year at this time, I think honestly like a year ago today on the dot is when I got uh you know, my the contract spot. So um, I was coming in then, you know, just head down, trying to learn, do all those things. And then now this year with the experience that I had last year, uh, you know, being around uh, all the guys that we had on the team, you know, going through what we went through last year, uh, not being as successful as we wanted to. Um, but, you know, having that under my belt this year will, will go a long ways. And I'll, uh, you know, enter the season at least knowing what everything's like. Austin Reeves, taking some time
2: to join us here, Travis and Sleva show. Um, what do you think it will take? Last season, obviously the Lakers don't make the playoffs. They're 16 games below 500. Expectations are a lot different walking into this year. You've seen the roster. You see some of the guys. Darvin Ham, the new head coach. What, um, what, what do you think it takes to be a part of that that top eight and get into the playoffs and see what happens from there?
6: Ah, uh, you know, just hard work and you know sacrifice and just becoming uh, a big family come together as one. Uh, coach ham preaches that every day uh we had a meeting right before we came out here and you know that was that was the the message you know uh be present in each day don't look forward uh a day or two days you know win the day and um you know come together as one because at the end of the day like all championship teams you know have that chemistry um so you know, we just take it day by day, and you know, try to get better every single day.
2: Yeah, I, Travis and I had the same conversation right before yeah. the show. You know, we just. I just want to win the day for sure. He's talking about Wednesday. I'm like, look, let's just get through Monday, man.
0: I'm but, an opt-
1: I'm a visionary, Austin. I like to, I like to try to see the future. I like that, to anticipate. That's
6: why it's a good partnership. <laughs> that's you right. got one in the day and one that sees the future. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So let's go in the past here. What do you know about the NBA now that you didn't know a year ago today?
6: Uh, probably just how long the season is mm. um, would be the main thing. You know, you can, you know, talk about the eighty-two game year all you want, but until you really go through it, you don't really know. Like uh, college, you played at max forty games. That mm. you might not even get that many. So, um, you net, you're not prepared for it, uh, regardless of what you do. I mean, is it more physical or mental? I would say mental for was for me at least I mean because you get to a point it's just like you're just your brain just feels like it's not working right anymore (laughs) um but you know it's like you said you know going going through it last year will will help me a lot uh entering this year
2: well awesome reason we we wish you the best buddy I know a lot of Laker fans are looking forward to seeing your second year and how you continue to develop with the team so thank you for
6: taking the time no for sure I appreciate y'all for having me thank you all right thanks Austin
1: yeah, I mean, that's one of those things that you go from, you know, whatever, wherever you're playing, yeah. and to the next level up. You go from the JV team to the varsity team. The intensity picks up a little bit. You go from high school basketball to college basketball. You go from college basketball to, like, look, if you're the best team in the country, like he just said, they might play 40. That's not even half. Right. That, that's not even half of what
2: you're, you're in doing. You're in February by that point. You right. still have the All Star break. Just you're not that, even at
1: the All Star break you yet. You've got 45 games left to go. and it's just this. And yeah, look, you got to take care of your body. You've Got to be in the gym. You got to eat right. You got to sleep. You got to do all of those things you need to do. But at some point, like, I don't. Even, what, what city are we in? I've been on an airplane every other day for the last you know six months. What What in the world yeah. is going on? That takes some getting used to.
2: Yeah. When you asked him the, what's harder, the physical or the mental part? um for me personally i was ready to respond i was well trev you know thank you for asking that i think for me it's more the physical physical because we're doing the same games just yeah, i'm just sitting on my your you know
1: experience of the 82 game season much, it's a little different slightly different than yeah, that's a different that are busting it up and down the court uh anthony davis just walked into the house we're uh, scheduled to talk to him at some point today and be like we like we said a million times today. We've yeah. said it a million times since the end of last season. I'm sure we'll say it a million more times before the ball goes up against the Golden State Warriors. There's your season. There you go. Let's. What do you got? <laughs> you know that. There's your season. Are Are you healthy? Are you ready to go? Are you going to be able to play 50 games, 60, mm-hmm. 70? That's uh. That that's the big question moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. And and listen, it's
2: not going to go anywhere. That's going to stay with us for a long time. Obviously, everybody understands that. Um Anthony Davis is his value to the team, his value to the franchise, his value to the organization. Um He is, what, 29 years old right now, somewhere around there in his prime. Just got to be healthy. And, and uh, Trav, I'm, and you could say it's about any franchise out there. When the Golden State Warriors didn't have a healthy roster, they didn't have a roster. Yep. Um, when the go down the list of any team out there, you have to have your main players. And AD is that important to the Lakers. When he was healthy, they win an NBA championship. When he wasn't two years in a row, you're either out in the first round or you don't even make the playoffs, where they're pretty much allowing every team to make the playoffs. I
1: want to ask him when he comes over here, but, but what does that feel like? I, mean, it, it, I might ask him that one. I like that. <laughs> yeah, they just knowing that the four – and look, this is not yeah. – I, I, with all due respect to all the other 29 NBA teams this is not Oklahoma City where if you're Josh Giddy and look if I play a little bit better we might win one or two more games right that it, it's, it's
6: not, not New Orleans
1: it's not New Orleans yeah. of course it's not it's it, it look it's here and you could make an argument that it's Boston Golden State there's there's a handful but yep. it's you need to go win the whole thing and it's on you to do it that's a lot that's a lot to carry around that now look they get compensated. Yep. This, this this is the price of doing business, but that's what it is. That's a lot to carry.
2: Don't ever set up a question you're going to ask in front of me.
1: I will. <laughs> You'll jack ask it wrong. I'll still, even if you ask it, I'll still double back and clean it up for you on the back end. No,
2: what I'll do is in the middle of my question say, <laughs> Trev, what was it again?" <laughs>
1: Hey, tribe, remember that thing that you were going to ask AD first? Whisper it in my ear right now and then I can do it first. Um, I haven't seen LeBron. Have you seen him yet?
2: Yeah, he's doing uh, – he was up there with Spectrum. Now he's up at the front there.
1: Oh, all right. So he is here. He's still, he's still going to play. He's still going to be on the team this season. That's something that they're going to do. And he – by the way, Emily was right. Filter. Filter with the hair. Right? I tell you, I know these things, yeah. guys. No, you did. You you were on that right out of the shoot. You knew that that was. Uh, I'm a little. I'm a little bummed. I was hoping to kind of lean into it like that. It was. Yeah. That it was real kind of deal. It's, it's time. The
0: Cam brothers are yeah. really upset. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, uh, they
1: they they got hooked a little bit, but that's that's how it goes. Yeah, I was.
2: Uh, I. It's funny because every time I see that kind of stuff, I have no idea. If they tell me that's what they did, I have no idea in the filter. <laughs> Do you pay attention to any of that? Stuff? Okay, boomers. You hundred percent. You're hundred 100%. percent 100% right. I don't pay attention to any of that, so I have no idea. You could fool me, like no tomorrow. Like I would come here and be like, "Bron, it grows fast. fast, man. <laughs> it grows back, yeah, you, really you, fast." What
1: are you putting on that to get that thing to grow back so fast? Like you put water soap it? on your head, <laughs> you, a lot of sun. Like what are we doing here? Is it like a plant? Is that zest? <laughs> zest is not a good. I don't, you, you, I don't. No, I do. This is the whole point. This is how I you don't go, go against this. zest. No, no, I'm talking specifically for your on head. The head. It's not. I, I I've tried them all, sleep. Mm-hmm. Dial and Lever 2,000 are the only two things that are going to fall in there. Um, let's go back to the NFL week in a second while we wait for Anthony yeah. Davis yep. to come back here. The Rams, I think, had their first game yesterday where there was no point in that game yesterday where I thought they were going to lose, right? They, they, the, the first game, forget it. They just got run out of the building. The second game, there was a moment after that punt got blocked and Jay, or, uh, Cooper Cup fumbled the ball. You're like, yep. Oh, really? Oh, Is this Atlanta. actually going to happen? And Atlanta was driving. Atlanta was driving. That game yesterday, even though it wasn't – they didn't put 40 points on the board. Matthew Stafford didn't throw four touchdowns. Cooper Cup was really quiet, all things being equal. Only had four catches. Yep. It wasn't like Cam Akers ran for 150 yards, but they were in control of that game the entire time. Even when Akers fumbled on the one-yard line, you're like, okay, they're, they're going to be okay. They were the much they, – they finally put – all three components of that game together i think
2: there was a time 13-9 was the score and you're right there was you know maybe a
1: feeling that you have
2: okay hey this could go either way but it felt like they were up by more then eventually they get to 20-9 and and you know they, they handle business um how about the nfl right now there is just no team out there at this moment that you feel like can uh, i throw one
1: in there sure not philly you're not feeling that They've looked really good in three games. They, they—I believe they've scored the most points in the league. I believe that they, you know, Jalen Hurts. If, if you had a three-week MVP, yeah, probably Jalen Hurts. Would so you it's not by that.
2: I, I and I see what they're doing. Am I sold on it? I'm not. I'm not. And
0: that's You've played some crappy teams. They have,
2: they have but but, but even, they've, even, they've
1: taken care of business. Even, even with that,
2: you give them credit. Like, but if you told me in three weeks from now they're five and one. Or in four we- – by ten weeks into the season, are they a 8-2 and two team, 7-3 and three team? I'd probably be surprised. I think, you know, eventually they'll come back down to earth. But but that's just – you know, what you just said, I maybe have one. That just kind of shows that – Buffalo losing, KC losing, you got a couple of these teams that you would just expect would continue to play good football, but it just kind of shows how everything is open, especially for the Rams as well. For the Rams, just look at the division.
1: All right, you get get ready to make yeah. fun of everything I'm about to say. Get okay. ready to call me a homer and everything else. Get Chris's Matthew Stafford voice yep. ready, all of the above. Mm-hmm. Here's why I feel really good about them. I did not feel good about them after the first week, nor did anybody else, nor should they. But here, here's the here's, before here's Before is.
2: you go into your argument... How much do you t- do you take into effect that it's the Arizona Cardinals?
1: I, I take it into effect in the best possible way. Okay. So here's what it is: they got housed in the opening game, just run over. Mm-hmm. So I think we kind of started from a point that was artificial. That they, they didn't just lose; they got smoked. Sure. Okay, they're bad. They had a bad day against a really good team. Mm-hmm. They don't pray in the preseason. Okay. Allen Robinson and Matthew Stafford have probably played catch as often as you and I have, right? He didn't play during the preseason, and they're having trouble getting him the ball right now. They had massive turnover on the offensive line in both week one, two, and three. They haven't had any sort of consistency going on in the backfield with either Daryl Henderson or Cam Akers, who apparently gets in and out of the doghouse faster than any player I've ever yeah. seen in my life. You've got Cooper Cup, who's playing great. You've got a defense where Jalen Ramsey looked really, really gettable early, and he looked like Jalen Ramsey in the last couple of games along the way. Aaron Donald is still playing at a high level. All of these things that would add up to not very good, they're two and one. They they're doing that thing that's really hard to do, which is win games in the NFL without playing well. That's that's very encouraging. And while Arizona is the perfect antidote. No, no, Arizona's right? they're the They're perfect. Yeah.
2: They're perfect. They 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 tie Arizona is like ice. having Memorial
1: Day off <laughs> and you drank on Sunday. You
6: need that one day off. It's not bad. You need
1: something. It's it's playing against your little brother. Mm -hmm. You know you can beat him. He might throw one in once in a while to beat you, but I I know that I can just do what I do. I can take you under the basket. I can steamroll you. All of those things. It was the perfect team at the perfect time. Now they're set up to have a really interesting Monday night. It might be the game of the week next week. Kansas City and Tampa's pretty good, too. But it's a divisional game in a place that they really struggle. Yeah. And they did not look good last night, the, the 49ers, that yeah. is. You go up there and win that game. You're 2-0 and in the division. You put a loss on both San Francisco and um, Arizona, the two teams that theoretically would have a chance to push you the most. And now, all of a sudden, you're feeling really good about where you are through the first quarter of the season, which felt impossible three weeks ago against Buffalo. Had, had, had you told me that you had a chance to be 3-1 and one at the quarter pole, 2-0 and oh in the division, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody that wouldn't have taken that.
2: I, I, I don't disagree with that. I don't think I'm as sold as you. I think I, I, you, know, you want to see more. You, you, you want to see – it doesn't have to be a perfect game, but you just want to see better football. Four quarters of better football. Less mistakes. Um, I think the Arizona game. I just hate to use that as a gauge, but it's a W. And you know what? Arizona was coming off an incredible comeback against the Raiders, so you know, give them credit on, on from that perspective. Overall. I think at the end of the day, when the dust settles and everything else, I think the thing that's most important, you go at that divisional game against the San Francisco 49ers, that's a team that will be ready to play against you. They look terrible last night.
1: Their defense looks really good. Their offense does not look good at all. Francis in Glendale says, what caused more damage, the doctor who punctured Tyrod Taylor's lungs or Slee when he joined Raider Nation? (laughs) What do you got? Probably me. Well, yeah. I mean, Chargers have won games since Tyrod went down a couple of years ago. Tyrod's going after, isn't he? Uh... He should. Yeah, of course he should. Yeah, I mean, of course he, course he blew should. a hole in his lung. That's, Can uh, the Raiders the Dodgers sue Dodgers? me? They should try to do that, too. That Class possible? action. Mark Davis et al. against Slee. V. Slee. My argument going to be, listen, court.
2: you guys haven't been good for a long time. So,
1: well, that's not true,
2: well, except last season.
1: <laughs> except for you know, last season when they went to the playoffs I and know. they finished the season on a five. I, I deserve. Where I they should have won a playoff game.
2: I deserve all the blame. <laughs> I I I don't blame Raider Nation. Somebody's asked me, am I going to go to the Rams Raiders game? If I went to the Rams Raiders, it would be a tie. <laughs> A zero-zero like zero
1: tie. Neither
2: team would. Neither no one team would, would score. get anything. I, tied. I think I'm going to go and hang out with you. Just up there, espresso machine. You're doing your first and third quarter hits. Like, I'm just right next spot. to you. There's you're
1: you're welcome spot. to hang out with me anytime you would. Yeah. like. you have an open invitation. Yep. Oh, I'm coming now. I, yeah, that's the press box. I, press. I would just ask. You Lakers have a game. Keep your lips off of the Rams. <laughs> keep your mouth off of the Rams in these situations because I believe that they're going to be good again. I do. You know, kind of going back to that for a second. I don't think they're as good as they were a year ago right now, but I don't know if they have to be. They don't have to be Super Bowl good right now. They need to be Super Bowl good in three months. They need to be Super Bowl good by the time you get to the middle of uh, December, by the time that maybe you have Odell back, maybe Van Jefferson looks like the guy, that all of these guys that you're seeing in these little bitty roles. Darian Kendrick makes his debut yesterday. You have all these guys. Alark Jackson is your starting right guard. You weren't counting on any of these guys. Injuries are going to happen, and by the time you get into December and January, these guys that you had no plans for really are playing important minutes. And if you need to drop them back in there again, they're ready to go. I actually think you said the most important thing right there. They
2: they don't have to be good. No, in week three. No, and they you know there's a few franchises out there um, that there is no. Listen, if you're a squad out there, it's not expected to make the playoffs. You get off to a good start; it could catapult you. What Jacksonville is doing right now, amazing. She That's awesome. New York, give them give them credit um, for for where they are currently. At the same time, I th- I th- it's a great point with the Rams. There is this is they understand they're coming off a Super Bowl. They understand that the goal is to win a Super Bowl. The goal, let's just say this: win the division. Win the division and then kind of figure out where things go from there, um, but it hasn't been crisp, crisp football. And you can look at it one of two ways: it hasn't been good crisp. It hasn't been crisp football. Is that one way you could look at that and say, "Wow, they're going to get better," or you can say, um, "Well, why aren't they playing better?" You can kind of look at it on both sides. I think I'm more on the latter.
1: I I, I think the reasons they're not crisp are pretty obvious, and I think that they're very fixable. That's why I'm bullish on them. They, I I agree with you. They haven't played particularly well. I thought they were pretty good yesterday. But in the other two games, they were somewhere between terrible and barely okay. Yeah. But the problems that they have, I think, are very – I I really have a hard time believing that we're going to be sitting here in Thanksgiving saying, Alan Robinson gets two catches a game. No. I just just don't think that's going to happen. I think that we're going to get to a point where we're saying, Cam Akers only got the ball three times. That's not going to be happening in a month, two months from now. They're going to be much better, and they're going to be much better on the defensive side. My bad, Raider fans. Yeah. My bad. Just, I don't know, Carolina. Just, just adopt Carolina. Just stay away from everybody. Whoever has the least rabid fan base. Big week coming up,
2: Raiders. <laughs> who do they have? Who is there next to
1: It actually is a, a tough game. I, it's division. Is it Division? It's, oh, it's division? I, I, Emily, double checked that, but I'm pretty it sure is it's Denver. Denver. October 2nd. Yeah. You should know who your team's going to play next, Al. I'm just saying that as, as a leader in the Raider Nation, no. you should have these things at the tip of your tongue. Wake operators. What do you think Mark Davis said to Josh McDaniel yesterday? Hold the phone on that because I want uh, to know what Mark Davis would get upset about. The order at uh, P.F. Chang's is the only thing I can come up with. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right. As promised, we are joined right now by Anthony Davis, who's joining us here at Lakers Media Day. Anthony, thanks for sitting down with us for a few minutes. Appreciate it. So, Alan, I was just talking about this. I know you've heard this a million times before, but what is it like knowing that coming into this season that your health is at the absolute top of the pyramid as far as how good this team is going to be, how far this team might go?
4: Um, no, absolutely. It's true. Um, you know, I think that that plays a big part in our success. Sure. Um, you know just being able to be available for the team and and for the guys to um, know what we're going in with every single night. Um and it's big for me too. You know, I hate being out. You know, I want to be on the floor. Um so it's it's a it's a key part of of what we're trying to do. Uh, it's a key part of our of our plan um to move forward in the right direction to ultimately, you know, be able to win a championship. So, you know, that's what the summer was about um and come to the season. You know, that's the mindset.
2: A.D., it's such a different – we're talking about this.
4: This year it just seems like a different vibe media day.
2: And basically what I'm referring to, last year you guys are walking in and Vegas is the second highest odds to win an NBA championship. That's not the case walking into this year. Can that be beneficial? Could that be – and I'm speaking more from the perspective of, of course, Lakers always – the expectations to win a championship. I got you. You guys helped put one of those up. It was just two years ago. Um, How can this season, as you walk in – what what just from an expectation perspective and how could it be a little bit different than it was a year ago?
4: Um, I don't think, you know, even last year when, you know, everyone had us, you know, favorite or second to be favorite or whatever, I don't think we ever like looked at it like as a expectation, like, okay, we have to win it, you know. We wanted to, like we wanted to for, you know, Russ and Mello, like these guys who, who've done everything but you know, don't have a cha- championship on their resume. Like, we wanted to do it for them, but um, health was a was a thing for us. Um, and I believe that, you know, we could have done some things if we were healthy for sure. Uh, but coming in this year, I think is it's just more so like, all right, let's get back to the work. Like, we had enough time to, to recover. Um, myself, Bron, Russ, let's K- Kendrick. You know, let's get back to the work. Let's, everybody's healthy. Let's come in and camp with the monster that we're going to compete every day and practice, shoot around, um, We're going to lock it in the film room, um, and take it a day at a time. You know, we can't. You know, I think we wanted it. You know, you want something so much that you just can't, like, I think we wanted it too bad last year, and then the injuries just happened. We kind of just depleted the season. But um, I think this year is like uh, we obviously know the ultimate goal is to get another banner. But – we can't skip steps. We got to go, you know, every day come in and, and, and work and grind and let the chips fall where they may.
1: Anthony, really quick, one more before we let you go. That The championship that you guys won in 2020, for me personally, I'm wondering how you feel. You could tell me that that happened five minutes ago. It feels like it exactly. just happened, and it feels like it happened five
4: years ago yep. at the same time. What about for you? No, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you think about it, and like you said, you look at it both ways. Like, man, it was so long ago when we won. And then you're like, wait, wasn't it was two years ago? <laughs>
2: yeah. You know? last um, week last week was the anniversary of your yeah. buzzer beater against yeah, uh Denver.
4: That. Yep. Yeah, so it's just like, wow, like time flies, but also it's like time is standing still. So um but I think that's like our motivation, like we were this good two years ago. It wasn't ten, fifteen, twenty years ago. We were this good two years ago. So how do we get back to that? Um and that's kinda of been the focus of, you know, this putting this team together. Um coaching staff, everything, front of office. How do we get back to that championship level?
1: Anthony Davis, appreciate you coming by. Thank Thanks you very so much. Appreciate, you, it appreciate it very much. Yeah. No, I mean it, it's so weird, Al, right? It does feel like a long time ago, only it wasn't a long time ago. Thanks, A D, appreciate it. That it feels like you if you'd said to me, yeah, that championship was a million yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels bubble, and all those things feel old, but right now it feels it was two seasons ago. It wasn't a million years ago. Yeah, it's funny. It's it's this guy literally
2: has, you know, he has the franchise on his back, and we're talking about it all the time. Uh, media's talking about it all the time. We we analyze. I, I I saw a stat. Kawhi Leonard has missed more games than AD over the last two years, mm-hmm. right? But the conversation is always about Anthony Davis. Um, Paul George has missed a lot of time. There's other players that have missed a lot of time over the last couple years, but they don't you, play for the Lakers. <laughs> you turn on SportsCenter Center and First Take and Undisputed, every every news network you could think of, sports news network you could think of, the questions always about Anthony Davis. I remember uh, Kendrick Perkins. This was maybe about a month ago or so, saying, "Hey, he's going to come back. I think Anthony Davis is going to be the MVP." Darvin Ham was just saying when we were talking to him, he's got to be in that MVP conversation. So the expectations are all on Anthony Davis, and unfortunately for him, no one's ever questioning his skill set. No one's saying, you know, if this guy could really hit a 15-foot jumper. No one's saying, hey, if if he could really post down low. You know, if he was just a good defender. That's never, never a question never. for Anthony Davis is it's, it's his availability. So I think every every uh, game that goes by, Laker fans are obviously
1: watching him up and close. The pressure that comes along with that is real, too. Like they, What makes those guys those guys, and I'm talking about LeBron and Magic and Steph Curry and Giannis and, and, and the guys that are at the absolute top of the game, right, is that they get that. That it's not just that I have to make the shot. It's not just that I have to dish the ball or rebound or play defense. That's playing basketball. I also have to know that if it goes wrong, it's my fault. Even if it's not, that it's going to, or if my health goes down, sure. the whole thing goes down with me. And sure. that's nothing. And look, everybody, every athlete ever wants to be healthy as often as they can, but doesn't work out like that. He just sat right next to us. You know, he looks great. I know. He, he, he looks like he's in great shape. He's moving around. He looks good. LeBron just walked by and. You're telling me that dude's in his 20th year. I just It just doesn't calculate. I mean, it just his face looks like he's been around for a while. But he, Well, he just, what I think what you don't understand, just, his first year in the NBA, he was 11. Feels he was 11 like years it. old. I would, look, there's nothing he you is can now tell me 31. about that, I believe.
2: He is sure. 31 now.
1: I, he looks like He it. has lied
2: to everybody. He came into the league as a sixth grader. A sixth grader.
1: Hey, I mean, sure. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I'm not going to tell you that that's totally out of left field, but – to carry that around, yeah. that's a whole but, other level but let's, of superstar.
2: Let's. This is the beauty of both of these players. Um, the beauty is these expectations come wherever they go. Braun had expectations in Cleveland, in Miami, obviously with the Lakers. Um, Anthony Davis' expectations were different, but once you teamed up with Braun, it was all right. They're going to win championships, right? Okay, they got one under their belt. This comes with the territory, and I think you know we're obviously all hoping for the best for his. Personal, just from the the health perspective, but those expectations aren't going anywhere. Let's see the Lakers if can if they could quietly kind of answer some of those questions. The season goes, you know. It's I, funny, I like you know, I, I like what what they, they were saying, what Pat Bev was saying about how we'll just kind of take it one day. They don't a time have and the go luxury from there. A little Mike actually, they, they, action they, right
1: they, they don't have the luxury, right? They don't have the luxury of doing that. They don't have the luxury of flying under the radar, no. of sneaking up on anybody. That you can do that if you're the Phoenix Suns a couple of years ago. It's so yeah. like the hey, you know what? Suns might be okay. It's never going to work out with the Lakers. If, if the Lakers beat the Warriors on opening night, yeah. the Lakers might be pretty good this year. <laughs> that's how quickly it happens, and that happens like three or four teams, and that's just life in this building. Don't get me that excited. Let's slow it down. <laughs> like I've, I'm, I'm still
2: thinking about uh, preseason. Who do they play
1: in right? that preseason first game? Sacramento. Well, that could go either way. Hey, look, if they beat Sacramento, all right, we're off to a good start. And if they don't, it's like, um, who played for us tonight? I mean, it's going to be kind of a double-edged sword right there. I didn't think that one's going. Pat
2: Bev just joined the Spectrum broadcast. They might literally be suit them up in a tie and just say, hey, can you come back uh, four days a week and do this? Dude, the guy
1: is so incredibly comfortable. Oh yeah, no, doing no. this that like, and, and, and he's he said good it best, at his best. He's comfortable it. with his own skin. He's and he's good at it. He knows what we want to hear. He knows what the people that are listening to us right now want to hear. He knows how to play that game. LeBron knows how to play that game. Anthony Davis knows how to play that game. He just plays it a little bit more colorfully than. Look, like if you're LeBron James, you can't answer questions like he does. It's just a. It's a different set of rules. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. To Can see we do,
2: just you and I, if we're going to do some predictions here on media days, sure. September 26th, um, or a week away from the preseason starting, if I said, give me uh, give me amount of wins you think Lakers have, just assuming everybody's good, they're healthy. Everything works out. Yeah, everything works out. Just uh, they, they have luck on their side in the sense that, for the most part, the main pieces are there. How many wins do you
1: think? I'm going to tell you that right after I tell you that you're listening to KSPN, Los Angeles, KRDC, Pasadena, Los Angeles, a good karma brands radio station. Um, 46. Okay. 46 because it's it's over 500. So
2: 46 and 38. That,
1: that Eight games like, over 500. Yeah, that, I, I think that that's what it, Now, if you also told me, hey, listen, they won 52, I'd believe you. But that's everything going close to perfect. If you told me they won... 31, I'd also believe you. This is the part where it gets a little bit weird because I don't know if the bad half isn't far more likely than the good half. The bad half, because to your point now, if Anthony Davis is hurt again, there's nothing that anyone else can do to work around it. Yep. LeBron James will keep them in it, but they won't be a threat. They won't be dangerous. He played a lot last year, and they just –
2: He had to average 30 a game, and they were still dealing what they were doing with. What's the number for you? So it's funny. When you put it that way, I I, I think that's actually – I think that's pretty close. I think I would go a little bit higher. I, I think if they're – I think they'd go 10 games over 500 if things are vibing. Okay? And actually, let, let's put it this way. The the Darvin Ham philosophy of, hey, this is going to be an open competition, I love. I love that right out the gate. No one's guaranteed a spot. Russ is on the final year of his contract. Will the Lakers, will the asking price for Russ as far as draft compensation, will something change as the season goes on and then Russ is no longer on this team? Or, just throw this one out there, what if Russ, who you go read some of those quotes from Woj, he's saying... And by the way, he has no leverage. Those quotes
1: did not strike me as someone who feels like they're going to be here for a very long time. Well, let me let me say this. They, 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 those quotes struck me as somebody, look, I'm going to going to do what they asked me to do yep. until they don't ask me to do it anymore and I'm somewhere else. That That's how the tone of that is how I interpreted it.
2: Leverage-wise, Russ has no leverage. Yeah. You have no leverage. This is the final year of your contract. You want to prolong your career. There's plenty of NBA players that had to do it differently the further they got down down the road of their career. If if Russ is on this team, and let's just say he's not even starting to start the season. Let's say they picked Patrick Beverly and they picked um, they picked Dennis Schroeder to start off to to be the I starting backcourt of the Lakers. Have, have not seen him around. Yeah. Um, but let's just say that's the starting backcourt for the Lakers, and Russ is now coming off the bench, and there is this. Hey, let's just Winning is the most important thing. Let's—I I think you and I continue to go back to this. A lot of things got to go their way, but I—if I, you'd have told me—is it more likely you think the Lakers go ten games over five hundred or ten games below five hundred? I would actually say I think it's more likely that they go ten games over five hundred. That's a fair question because it can happen so easily either I, I, the, way. The,
1: the reason that I stopped is I'm trying to think. I, I don't know what my answer is. I think it depends on what happens with Russell Westbrook. I really do. I think if he's moved and they go get some role players and they even a shooter. If, even if it's not that let's just say that you snap your fingers and he's not here anymore okay <laughs> i like that mix better than the mix of somebody who has demonstrated that they really struggle to fill a role that they do one thing being around a lot that's that's a tough putt that because look keep The reason he is who he is is I do this, and he's done it really well for a really long time. It's tough to make that transition like you're talking about. And reading the quotes in Woj's piece, it felt more like, listen, I'm going to be the good soldier while I'm here. I'm going to do what the coach asked me to do. I'm going to do what the organization asked me to do, but I'm also not done with this. I'm not ready to kind of slide into that second transition or that second phase of my career, which, to your point – happens to just about everybody not named LeBron James, right? That that everyone else... I want to see it, LeBron's birth certificate. Is that disrespectful to ask? I don't think so. I, I think you should go find I think he went right back over <coughs> yeah. there. You should go find him. But that, to me, is going to determine Because if he's here, I think the other one is more likely. If he's not, I think that they got... Again, we come back to AD. We're repeating ourselves at this point, yeah. but... If he's here, I don't love it. If he's gone, I think that if stuff breaks the right way, one or two of those guys that we're talking about, whether it's none, whether it's Schroeder, one of those guys kind of impacts it maybe plus 10 or 15% more than we hope, then I think, yeah, 10 over 500 is a real possibility. You and I play a D um, two-on-one. <laughs> we lose 11 Does he none. score? <laughs> no, it's not the game. Just think about this
2: because you obviously are getting him out of the paint. If he brings that ball low, I'm stripping him. That's all
1: I got. There's nothing left there. We don't get a basket, right? Even if you stood at one, like, you're in the far left side. Yep. I'm on the far right side. So he has to pick one sure. or the other. Yep. I think we get we zero 11 points. Nothing, yeah. we, we lose 11-0. I then, think we get zero points. And then
2: see. you start arguing, saying, don't take that shot, but I'm wide open, and I'm a 41%
1: Glenn Rice corner three-point you shooter. You don't even get the ball. I'm going to the hoop. Uh, I'm gonna I'm going to put the ball on the ground. I'm going to attack the rim, and I'm going to try to yep. finish over AD. You're going to throw over... 16
2: pump fakes up, and he's just going to stand there. What is he doing?
1: See, here's the thing. A pump fake is far less effective when the one guy is 7 feet and, and he the other have guy to jump. is 6'3". Yep. He can just kind of stand there. He doesn't even have to put his arm all the way up. He can just kind of have his elbow at his shoulder. I don't think, I'm trying to think if there's anybody that you could really, like if your life depended on, you yeah. have to get a basket off one yep. of these guys. Mm-hmm. Who do you pick? It's got to be the smallest player, right? And if for no other reason than I might at least be able to get one over the top. Is there an assistant coach out here? <laughs> <laughs> Phil Handy would demolish me. It ain't that guy. No, it it's ain't Patrick, Patrick Beverly. Beverly. No. It's not uh, It's not AD. It's not Braun. It's not Russ. Who is it? I'm trying to figure this out. Juan Toscano is way too tall. That's not going to work. Austin Reeves would demolish us. Of course he would. He's in the NBA. But I, we just need one. We don't need to win the game. We need yeah. a basket. We'll go against Max Christie. <laughs> Done. Let's take our chances. Scotty Pippen Jr.? I haven't yeah. seen him play we'll, yet. We'll go for the, the younger got a, guys. Got a chance to throw in a couple right there. So we,
2: we were looking at, you know, trying to make our predictions. Okay, more likely 10 games over five hundred. more likely 10 games below five hundred. I don't like the let, let me here. Let me just show you the West real quick. Just kind of a quick reminder. Phoenix won 64 games last year. Phoenix doesn't have to go be the Phoenix. They don't have to win 64 games. They're going to be a top-four team in the Western Conference most likely just based off of their health and everything else. Memphis looks like a stock that you're just, oh, I'd love to buy that stock. They're just on their way up. Are the Golden State Warriors going to drop off and all of a sudden everything just changed and they're no longer good? No, that's not going to happen, right? So there's, there's three teams that you're just assuming, yeah, this is top four somewhere in the NBA. I think it's a little more interesting after that. Dallas, even if they're top five, okay, they're a top five team in the Western Conference.
1: Go went to the Western Conference Finals They last did. Year.
2: They did. Team. And they were. And I think some things, you know, obviously went their way. But let's use Dallas as an example. You you expect them to be back in the mix. Utah's going to be out. They're rebuilding. Denver's going to get back Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. and the Los Angeles Clippers.
1: And Michael Porter Jr., that ship has sailed. He's hurt every year.
2: Just Jamal Murray. Yeah. Denver, I think, was what? They were... Without those two, they were still 14 games over five hundred. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Clippers are going to get back Kawhi and Paul George. That's the one, by that's the way. Incredibly that, that's incredibly interesting. That's the one
1: that could change. But because, look, there, there is a world that exists, Lee, mm-hmm. where the Clippers are the best team in the West. It's not a total. No, no. It's course, not. It's not a you're, total. You're 100% fight. right. They not only could be the best team, they could be the best team. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's them. It, it, that's not a stretch at all. They could also be in sixth place and have it not be a question at all because of the health and everything that comes along with it. But we kind of move past them. I know because of all the injuries that they've had too. If yeah. those two dudes are right, that it's a good team. Well, coach, good coach with two really sure. big time guys, and they seem to play really well together.
2: And then you got you know you got some other teams, the Pelicans, the Timberwolves. Again, these are teams with stock going up. Timberwolves made the trade for Gobert. The Pelicans have obviously. Um, there we'll see what happens with Zion. But they got to, you got interesting teams out there. He
0: looks more fit now. He does. The pictures look better.
1: He does. Does he? he? I actually haven't seen he, him. He looks better. He yeah. he looks like a guy that got injured. his
2: Mountain Dew endorsement ended. <laughs>
1: Guys, the The lifetime contract may not have, though, right? The commercials may stop running, but his garage is still floor to ceiling, red raspberry dew or whatever that stuff is.
0: The projected win total over under is 45.5. 45
1: and a half. That feels about right. And what did I say? 48? Is that what I gave him? I think 47. 47? I've already forgotten. That, no, that, you had that, them
2: you had them eight games over five hundred. They're gonna so win 46. more than they
1: lose, but yeah. not by a ton. Yeah. Not by a ton. And I think that it's if I had to bet one over the other, I think I'm going the other way just based on health. Especially health on those two guys at the top. Wait, because which way? Ahead. 10, oh, 10 under? Because the question was, if everything goes well, yeah. how many games do I think they win? Don't tell that's, me that. That's the 46-47 number. That set
2: you up properly.
1: That's thinking that we could be optimistic together. Well, no, that is being optimistic. And I am optimistic at that point. But if we're being realistic, the yeah. number kind of probably swings back towards the other way. It's a little off schedule, Slee. It's yeah. a little bit uh, the day is right, the time is wrong. But we're going to do it anyway. Ask Slee is coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.